0: It is the 15th, happy Valentine's Day to everyone for yesterday, but whenever you see this, it's like three weeks ago. On the 15th of February, in Australia, while we were still on the 14th of February, in South Africa, Canva officially hit 15 billion designs. That's mad. That's wild. Everyone I can't even wow. conceive that amount of Honestly, Honestly, like,
1: I can't remember Canva not being around, but I also remember the first time I ever used Canva. Like I think mm-hmm. before it was Canva, I think I was using PictoChart.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Do you remember? I think maybe a year into us using Canva, we started bringing more people on board and we're like, maybe we should actually like see what Canva's talking about. Like maybe Canva has a bit more to offer than we think it does. And I think spoiler, it's like training it sessions. did. Yeah, we were training other people yes. on using Canva. And, we and like the more we trained people, down. we were like, wait, Canva has this? Is this integrated? <laughs> this is amazing. Why have we not been using this? Welcome to this episode of the Four Words Podcast. Hello, hello. My name is Vanya. I'm Kate. Hi. And we are the co-founders of Four Time Creatives. And today we will be chatting about something that we haven't really touched on just yeah. yet. I think this is the first podcast episode where we're kind of delving into and analyzing something that we use on a day-to-day basis and I kind understand. of laying out the pros and cons and why you should and why you shouldn't of this platform. To give you some context as to what... Canva is and where it started. It actually, if you don't know, if, you if you're don't not know. operating in the
1: space, yeah. you may have heard about it. You may have like seen it in passing or whatever. But if you don't know, we're going to give you a quick rundown on what Mm -hmm. What
0: Canva actually is.
1: So Canva is essentially a design platform. Its main purpose was to make design more accessible to the average person. Obviously, you have the whole Adobe suite, which is where most people have operated before. And I think Canva kind of changed the game in the sense that it it just, it brought everything together in one place. And it's, it's a design platform that people can go to, you can pull through elements, you can pull through pictures.
0: Everything. Everything. So in today's episode, we're kind of going to be celebrating the fact that Canva has hit 15 billion designs and giving some insight into the pros and cons of using the platform.
1: Yeah, so I think to get started, we're going to run through the pros and cons. I think we'll start with the pros Mm -hmm. and then go into the cons of Canva. Obviously, if you guys have anything to add or any questions, please do pop a comment um, while you're listening to this because we'd love to carry on this conversation. As Vans mentioned, it's a platform. It's a thing that we use on a day-to-day basis in the team and I think lots of people obviously have started integrating it. So let's chat about some of the pros. First of all, collaboration. For me, this has always been, I don't want to say an excuse, but it's always been my first response to people are like, oh my gosh, you use Canva? Why Why do you use Canva? And I think for our team specifically, it's so easy to collaborate on Canva. You can both work together on a live doc. Everything changes immediately. You can see what people are moving around. You can see comments that are left. It's kind of, it's structured for teams. The whole platform is structured for teams. So you build your team, you have your individual profile, you have your team's profile. Anything shared to the team is accessible by everyone. And when you're busy designing and you share a design with someone, they can hop on and see the last updates automatically you're not having to save it constantly you're not having to like yeah. upload it constantly it's there all the time for you which and I think, I think
0: the <coughs> other big part of that is the live updates the yes. fact that you can see someone else like even on google doc you can't always see someone else type like yeah. it's quite delayed yeah so the fact that you can literally watch I can watch I've you done such a good job with it yeah yeah it's very very good
1: yeah, and like there's so many people in our team, like especially when, when they first join and I'm still sort of like guiding them from a design perspective, then they'll actually just watch from mm-hmm. their side remotely me de- like redesigning their graphic or like changing a couple of things. It's a very good way to learn. Yeah, it's fantastic. So the one side, yes, live updates. Second thing is like just the collaboration aspects of having access to designs, not having to upload and update it constantly. And then I think from a commenting approval process situation, There's, you can comment on specific elements, you can comment on specific designs, you can leave notes on your design. Mm -hmm. So it really does just cater for this collaborative space where there's more to just designing something and delivering it because we operate in the marketing space and specifically graphics for like the social media management space it's not just a graphic you know that graphic forms part of a content pillar that forms part of a social media strategy so you have a social media strategy and then your content pillar and then the graphic so it's not like you're just designing a graphic and delivering it everyone is very involved in the design process so you have the person that came up with the idea then the person who actually turns the idea into a graphic Mm -hmm. and then the person who writes the caption for the graphic and the person that obviously schedules the content to garden whatever platform but all of those people should be able to access any point of the like design supply chain in a sense yeah. and i think that also leads me into the next point of efficiency because because it's so collaborative if at any point in time or any stage there is feedback or there's a change that needs to be made everyone in the team can sort of make that change everyone mm. can make that adjustment you don't have to send it through to a graphic designer that yeah. then needs to make the change and then send it through to you it's very easy to use it's very like accessible so yeah, yeah i mean the, from the idea generator to the strategist to the publisher they can all go back and make a spelling change you Yeah, know? if someone who posts the post is like oh like this is just a little bit like i want to change mm-hmm. this a bit on the design they can go back access the design quickly make the change and it's like two seconds you know yeah
0: and i mean i think canva as a platform has really tried to make it as user-friendly as possible so for example from a collaboration perspective i love the fact that anyone in our design sp- supply chain can go and access stuff anyone in our marketing supply chain like you said if a copywriter needs to go and see a design to be able to pull inspiration for what the the beginning of it needs to look like they, they can easily go onto the platform they can find what they're looking for and it's not this thing of like having to send screenshots of how the design looks on someone else's design platform like it's very very Definitely. collaborative from an efficiency standpoint Canva's put a lot into the platform to make it as easy as possible to do things as quickly as possible. Kate and I have kind of identified there's three types of design work that you can do if we have to give you three categories. The first is templates. Canva has a massive catalog of templates, like a massive catalog, extensive. And the second one is using templates as inspiration or base for a design. I think nowadays, like I said, 15 billion designs on Canva. Most people, at least in our space and outside of our space, most people that are studying anything that requires them to do anything creative, they have been on Canva, they have utilized templates. So there is kind of the space of being able to take a template, use it as inspiration, use it as a base, but then alter it quite massively.
1: Yeah, like I think to give you an example, if I'm designing and like what I'm really looking for is a mock-up of a conversation like a text conversation or whatsapp conversation like in my head I have a design idea and I'm like I want it to look like a whatsapp conversation I'll go into Canva and I'll search on their templates whatsapp conversation and I'll have access to a bunch of templates just so that I can get that base layout of like okay this is what and I can just like mm-hmm. sort of copy that pull it over paste it on a new design change the colors that type of thing so I think that's kind of what I mean what we mean when we say use it as inspiration you can pull elements from templates instead of just using the full template you might just like a gradient aspect or maybe it's like a nice little circle twirly whirly that you (laughs) like in a specific template yeah you can use that element in a different design but the templates are a great way to sort of just get any like ideas as to what your design might look like yeah even if you just invite search invites, see what's happening there. And the way that it's laid out is also it's kind of like a Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. You like scroll down and you can see all the different designs. You'll immediately pick out which one fits the brand best. And so we'll go with that. So yeah, and then I think just like a pro tip or whatever. Like whenever I look for templates to use as inspo, I look from two perspectives. On the one perspective it's like the actual colors the design the branding mm-hmm. the layout the aesthetics of the templates so from an actual like visual perspective i'll be like i like this design and the other side is like elements of the design so maybe the colors are completely off it doesn't match the brand at all but yeah. I, like i said i like the search bar that they've used in the design or i like the gradient or mm-hmm. the little foldy thing that they do yeah so yeah just a pro tip
0: yeah and then the third type of design that we've kind of identified is starting from scratch so if we have to look at it from that angle canva has made their organizational elements, like how you can find things when you're designing from scratch, extremely efficient. You can search for things. Every element design thing you can use in Canva Mm -hmm. has keywords that you can search. So if you search wedding, you will find every single element that's been uploaded by Canva or by creators on the platform, which we'll touch on later, that have those keywords. So it's a very nice um, search engine to be able to find what you're looking for if you're designing from scratch as well. yeah I think from like a, just to round up like the efficiency aspect
1: I think that there are three types of, of efficiencies and designs like from the fir- first perspective the templates obviously you can use a template from scratch. Just like that. Just like that. Done. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can use a template as a starting base, which also obviously just improves efficiency because you don't have to spend hours trying to brainstorm exactly what you want this to look like or Mm -hmm. doing first drafts. And then you can also design from scratch. And the design from scratch element is like supercharged based on the fact that the search, like the way that search function is laid out, there's filters. You can filter by color. You can filter by animation or, Mm -hmm. you know, static or... Whatever you want to do. So I think that that's, that's kind of like the efficiency aspect of Canva. And like I said earlier, I think it ties in really heavily with the collaboration. Yeah, Because you're collaborative with everyone, it saves so, so much, time. much time not having to send a raw file here or an editable file, file here or upload everything to a Google Drive to be able to share with someone. All in one place. Everything you do
0: is there. That's efficiency. That's efficiency. Moving through to the third point, integrations
1: this is your baby go for it okay
0: so I think maybe a year into us using Canva we started bringing more people on board and we're like maybe we should actually like see what Canva is talking about like maybe Canva has a bit more to offer than we think it does and I spoiler kind of the training it sessions. did
1: yeah we were training other people yes. on using Canva and we and like the more scrolled we further people, down people we were like
0: what the Canva has this is this integrated <laughs> this is amazing why have we not been using this yeah. so we kind of found it about like two years ago and started heavily, heavily utilising it. Um, Some of the biggest ones, I I mean, I can list some of my favourites, definitely Google Drive. We have moved over to Microsoft since then. But when we were with Google for our email hosting, it was very, very efficient. If we uploaded any content for clients from content shoots and we did social media graphics for them and we had to do adverts or designs, anything, we could just pull it in. There's literally a tab where you click Google Drive. You connect our Google Drive and then you can just access all of your content on there. You don't have to download and upload, which was very nice. Tied into that so efficiency. Picture this. We
1: do a content shoot. <laughs> we upload the content to Google Drive. Now we need design with the content. We mm-hmm. go into Canva. We're like, oh, I need a piece of content from that content shoot. Click the Google Drive, access the client folder, pull the photo in.
0: That easy. That easy. All in one place. Yeah. Um, another big integration that they've integrated is stock libraries. So there's Pixels, there's Pixabay, there's quite a few others. Um, and what's really nice is it's all integrated. So you can actually just go into your Canva design, click on the tab and search within there. So once again, it eliminates that downloading, uploading schlep. Like you can find what you're looking for in that platform, pull it into your design immediately and it's there.
1: Picture this. <laughs> <laughs> you're busy designing something and you need a photo of someone drinking coffee right so you search in the elements tab woman drinking coffee Coffee. right and then canva obviously has their own stock library so they show you all the pictures if you feel like it's not showing you what it needs to be showing you and it's not like giving (laughs) then you can go to the pixels or pixabay tab And like pro tip as well, those side panels that are on Canva, that is not everything there. Mm -hmm. There's a little thing, three dots. Go click there. Those are all of the integrations. Once you've used it once, usually the ones you use the most actually come up onto your menu. Come up higher, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you're interested in Canva training, hit us up. We yeah. do that.
0: We, we've we learned a lot about the platform in yeah. our three years. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and then just like a few more that I do actually make use of a lot. One, the embedding is excellent on Canva. What I mean by that is if you have a YouTube link or a link to a social media post, so say we posted something and I want to talk about that post on Canva, you can actually just copy that link. As soon as you just hit copy, paste, like on your keyboard or whatever, onto Canva, it'll embed a mock-up or a, what do you call it? A thumbnail of or that of the design. Post, yeah. yeah or of that post. Same with YouTube. If you copy a YouTube link and you paste it onto your Canva doc, it'll automatically generate the thumbnail of that YouTube mm-hmm. video. So you don't have to do this whole thing about like screenshotting and creating a mock-up. It's all there. Like whatever link you post, it'll try pull as hard as it can like the thumbnail, which is really nice. That's the embedding side that I use quite often, especially for like reports and stuff. If yeah. we're reporting on specific posts, even like reels, TikToks, it'll, it'll generate the little mock-up, which
0: is nice. And it links back directly to the post. Yes, so, so when clickable. you click on it,
1: yeah. And then th- from that as well, the QR codes. So I think I struggled with QR codes for such a long time because we use yeah. QR codes quite often um, and – I I didn't, I used to use a, an app that you actually had to pay for. Mm. So it's free for like 60 days or something. And then the QR code expires. Canva's actually integrated a QR code generator and it's really quick and really easy and also very customizable. Like I think if you have ever tried to generate QR codes, it's very limited in design. Like you'll generate a QR code, you have to use it as is and it looks ugly. Yeah. But in Canva, you can copy a link. It generates the QR code d- like design and then you can change the background color, you know, whatever you need to do, the design of it. And then it's done. And then that QR code links to whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's another integration that I use. I can't think of anything else right now, but there is pretty much everything you can think of that is kind of integrated, which is amazing.
0: Definitely. So the last pro we want to discuss today is, and like we said, there's a lot more. The last pro that we wanted to highlight was this concept of monetization through the platform as well. I think Canva has created a really efficient platform for creators to be able to design and Upload and profit off of their work. 100%.
1: And I think, like for you as well, monetization has always been a massive thing across all platforms. Mm -hmm. I think it's something you're very passionate about because it's like a way that creators can make money based on their efforts of being a creator, you know, like the monetization of YouTube or TikTok Mm -hmm. or Instagram. And South Africa is usually like a little bit delayed, a bit behind in terms of monetization on platforms. Just following up on what Van said, I think this is also where. Graphic designers, qualified graphic designers can use Canva. Like if you're a designer and you are kind of like, you know, Canva's destroying my industry, I promise you it's not. It's just about discovering how that these platforms can actually feed into your monthly Mm -hmm. income, how you can make money off of these platforms. For us, we make money off of the designs that we use from Canva or how we design on Canva and then actually provide a service to our clients based on those designs. That's how we make money off of Canva. From a graphic designer's perspective, we use your elements. For the people that are using Illustrator and are actually designing these little elements, these bubbles, these you know text boxes, that type of thing. If you spend time designing like a set of themed elements and upload it to Canva, that is how we will support you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. like We are obviously collaboration over competition. Hello. And this is how I feel like qualified graphic designers and Canva users can actually integrate and come together and support each other. Because I think there has always been, which we'll get into now, there's always been this like, headbutt between Mm -hmm. graphic designers and people always hate on canva so much in my opinion it's like just another avenue to make money i completely agree graphic designers that are completely qualified in illustrator additional point we have a graphic designer on the team Mm -hmm. you know like we have someone who's fully equipped with the entire adobe suite because it's not the same thing yeah in my opinion but yeah moving on that was just my additional point this is where i feel like the monetization aspect is where i feel illustrator users and canva users can actually come together and support one another Illustrator users are uploading
0: elements, Canva users are using the elements. Completely agree. And obviously inherently bringing money into the, the graphic designer space. Yeah. So then moving through to cons. So for those of you that say that we are only on one side of the debate... Do not be worried. Do not be. Do not fear. We know. We will bring the other side of the conversation. Uh-huh. We're aware of it. We're not like naive to it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, the first point we want to discuss as a con around Canva is the stigma around Canva. 100%. We have touched on it already, but there's definitely a conversation
1: or a debate around are people who design on Canva really graphic designers? That's mm-hmm. the first sort of, question that comes up and the second question is like if you use Canva you're kind of seen as less than or like your designs are seen then as less than someone who's operating on Illustrator for example and just to answer these two questions from my perspective obviously this is an opinion just in my opinion just for my opinion the first question you know are people who design on Canva real graphic designers my answer is they're different designers it's just a different type of design like I always say you know what we are designing for is not what Graphic designers are designing for. Like in our industry, like I said, we have a graphic designer. If we're doing billboard designs, if we're doing packaging designs, that type of thing from an illustrator perspective it's way more customizable and specific which we'll also talk about but it's a different type of design do not discredit someone's design just because it's done on canva at the end of the day if they're making bank they're making bank and yes. i'm here to tell you guys we're making bank designing on canva <laughs> so don't be silly and i think from a graphic designer's perspective if you are operating an illustrator you could also use canva for a different set of designs you know you could design your own like uh, element sets, and then know that for that brand, you can just design on Canva, pull through, share it, collaborate with other mm-hmm. creators. I think it's also, it's it's very much a way to take the load off of the graphic designer that is operating on Illustrator. So you don't have to do everything time and time again. You create yeah. templates, hand it over to the rest of the team, create elements, hand it over to the rest of the team, and then everyone can help you design. Everyone can sort of come in and pull their weight. So it's a different kind of design, and I acknowledge that. The second thing is, if people are delivering to their clients their clients are looking for, don't discredit their work whether you are a graphic designer who designs on Illustrator or on Canva, if you're producing work that your clientele or your target audience enjoy and like or willing to pay money for, that's actually the goal at the end of the day. Yeah. If you have the opinion that people who design on graphic, oh, people that design on Canva are like not it and uh, the stuff is not relevant or whatever, you need to rethink how you evaluate your work because if you're just trying to use the best platforms and you're mm-hmm. just trying to create using the most expensive software or whatever, what is making you money? How can you make money faster? How can you operate faster and how can how can you collaborate easier? Yeah.
0: Canva. Yeah. And I mean I think that conversation links in with so many different spaces. Like if we have to have the whole debate around camera camera versus iPhone. 100%. So many people are making so much money creating I mean, UGC and that's on an iPhone Then I have to spend 15, 16,000 around an expensive camera.
1: But I mean look at our setup.
0: We have like
1: four cameras in the team expensive cameras but we all still use our phones to create content
0: it's all about balance
1: it's different it's different scenarios like we use our graphic designer for certain things but the rest of us all use canva when we can use canva we can when we can't we use illustrator
0: it does it's different it's just different yeah so essentially at the end of that point there's a space for both and we should not be criticizing or belittling either side I'm not going to say that someone using Illustrator is naive because they've spent so much money on the software and like they can and so do much time in canva, sort of like creating a, a box like they have to draw a box yeah. you know like yeah. you don't have to you don't have to discredit either side
1: they're making money they're making money
0: they making money they make money. And the second point we had for con is not fully customizable, like we said, canva has gone quite far in being able to make the elements that are uploaded there customizable, but that is dependent on the creators uploading those elements whether or not they make them editable like you should be able to have them in different colors can you can you make different elements or different parts Mm. of different different colors can Mm. you resize it efficiently if you resize it does it look blurry does it look pixelated that's all dependent on what is in that catalog you know if if we need to make an element from scratch in canva it's a lot more difficult so i think illustrator is more customizable
1: what 100%. Did you percent Definitely. So I think like you are limited to Canvas library mm. on Canva. You're limited to the elements that Canva has for you to use, how creative you are and how you want to go about using those elements. I mean, we've done amazing things on Canva mm-hmm. just because we know what we want and we know how to do that on Canva, you know. But I think from an illustrator perspective, there's no limitations. You're not limited to other people's yeah. designs. You're not limited to other people's elements, and like just to further explain your point of like the, the customizability, if that's a word, I don't know, I think so. of the elements. People will upload elements. Some of them, like especially the ones uploaded by Canva, if you click on the, that element, you can change the color, you can mm-hmm. round the edges or whatever. Whereas if a designer uploaded it. It, you can't change a color. The element is as is. Like You mm-hmm. have to use it as is, which does limit your design because you, yeah. you have to pick from certain elements that actually match your colors or whatever. So I definitely think from a customizability aspect of the elements, yes. But even from a design, like I think going into Canva, you do think a little bit differently than going into Illustrator. Mm-hmm. Canva, you are thinking like, I think in Canva elements. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm designing, I think, okay, there's the gradient, there's mm-hmm. the circle, there's mm-hmm. I know the frames. Like, that's how you think about layers. 100%. Whereas like I illustrators think I th- look different. Job. I, even my thoughts and my um, creative brainstorming is limited to what I know I can do on Canva. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Illustrator, if I'm going onto Illustrator, it's like, whatever I want to do, yeah. I can do. Like, there's no limitations. So, I do think that the people that are going on to Illustrator have a much more, like, Deep understanding of how to create what they want to create, whereas people yeah. going onto Canva, they're very much based off of what's already there for them to use. Yeah, I
0: completely agree. Then the next point we wanted to touch on, and I think this one is, I think this is something heavily for me that I've struggled with on Canva. I think their organization is not as great as it could be. I think I've got, like, I've got three things that pop up in my brain. Okay, the first, if someone, if someone shares a, des- a design with me and I open it. I should be able to delete that from my library because I do not want to see a design that Susan, that I worked with seven years ago, shared with me and it's still in my library. Don't want to see it.
1: You can't remove it.
0: You can't remove it. It's stuck there. Canva, please change this (laughs) because it will help. If you hear this, hear our cries. It will help me massively. I'm sure it'll help everyone else, but for me, it would be massive. Um, So that's the first thing that pops into my head. Second thing is the search function. So, like I said, in Canva, you can... should be able to label your designs. I think you can, but it's not as it's not as good as it should be. Mm. I've, I've, like, I've but looked then, into the entire it, the thing,
1: I think that everything that we want is there. It's just so hard to use when it comes to organization. Yeah. Like there's folders, but you can't just drag and drop things into folders. Yes. You know, there's yes. probably labels. I have no idea where to find them.
0: <laughs> so for me, the second point is definitely that concept of like being able to label things, and then identify them through the search function. If I have created a design myself, or we've created it on our Canva, one account with a certain name, for example, full time, if I search, those will pop up. But any design that is shared with me that has the name full time, I will not be able to find in that search. It will not pop up. It will only show the ones that I've created myself, which I've found to be quite a like contradictory point to the element of com- uh, collaboration like in the efficiency because then i'm just sitting there I'm like okay now i need to go and scroll through and look for the cover image what
1: it does do though is the most recent design you worked on will come up first so, that's good yeah i mean that uh-huh. that is kind of why i think it hasn't been so annoying for us and why we yeah. can still operate quite efficiently is because what we are working will always be at the top so you don't have yeah. to keep scrolling to like find stuff yeah. whatever you worked on last will come up first yeah. so that's kind of that but i think from a don't even get me started on the search. But also from like a folder organization perspective, when you log on to Canva, you see all of your designs. And like I said, your most recent show up first. There's no way in that page, like your landing page, to have folders that you can just drag and drop. Whereas like on Illustrator, you'll be saving the files and organizing the files wherever you need to organize them, however you need to organize them. So that is like a massive thing. I think it's yeah. like our, one of our biggest frustrations. Yeah, Especially that yours. I think that drives you. F- that.
0: Yeah, the folder situation would be my third point. I think it's it's not as optimized as it could be. I think they're trying, slowly but surely. But Canva, hey, I'd love to give you some guidance if you need some like reviews? Yeah, because I'm totally speaking from a point of like one hundred percent authority. Us. Like <laughs> Do you think Can what how can Canva even sponsors?
1: I don't know. But they could. I think they should. Do you pay Canva every month? They could just give us our subscription for free. Yeah. That was true. true.
0: That is very, very Free true. Free advertising for them. but
1: anyways.
0: Anyways. So that's organisation. We want to highlight uniqueness. So it's this conversation of like, it becomes very easy to fall back on your templates
1: on canva like i said previously you're limited to other people's elements to the design the elements uploaded for you and that does make you need to be very aware and wary of what is a unique design did you really design this from scratch or did you actually just use a template and post it and then call it your own you have to be very careful if you search logos on canva and you see a bunch of logo templates and you just copy paste add your name not your logo it doesn't belong to you someone else designed it you just need to be very very wary of that just check yourself in terms of trademarks copyrights that type of thing and then obviously that does fall into the the conversation about uniqueness of like if you are going to use a template just be wary of the fact that someone else might be using that template
0: yeah and that you also like i think canvas opened up a lot of opportunities for monetization outside of just being a creator on the platform like you can create templates and sell those on your website you can create documents and sell those on your website sell them as like a a downloadable um guide a guide pdf PDF. you get access yeah you get access to like the editable links as a brand template but the problem there is you can't monetize anything that you have not designed from beginning to end on the platform you need to use individual elements you can't use a existing template as a base because then you are it does it it harbors on the thing of like i am stealing someone else's work and profiting off of it. So I think it's just about remaining educated on what you can and can't do. But that comes in in anything that you try to monetize. You need to take the step to educate yourself, make sure you know the rules and regulations, make sure you know the laws, make sure you're not doing anything that gets into like the copyright side of things
1: i think this could be a topic like a podcast topic all on its own yeah like reusing other people's content it's yeah. a huge debate even across all social media platforms yeah tiktok is the worst the same idea will be reused like a hundred times and every creator will, well the creator will go viral like audio. yeah anyways i won't get into but it but that's might i whole add, might i
0: add, instagram walked so tiktok could run like that because Bruh. instagram not like the one thing i've picked up on instagram that people on instagram do like crazy is steal food content food photos food photography but like now food videos like recipe videos tutorials that are in reels like you know how many times i see a video pop up on my like um, explore page and i'm looking through and i'm like oh that looks cool that looks yum, whatever and i go in and like it is almost always a creator that i know being re-uploaded on a different random like food videos i mean
1: our videos have been uploaded by other accounts and then they go viral on the other accounts and
0: like but the thing is what's nice is like sometimes people ask for permission yeah other times they, they don't that's where the messed up part comes but yeah so just be careful with the new uniqueness element of canva as well as the copyright just take caution just be be aware. be a good creative don't steal from other be creators. educated be aware. yeah it's not that hard okay guys that is essentially our that's the chats that is the chats That is basically our top pros and cons of using the platform Canva. Once again, congratulations to Canva for hitting 15 billion designs. I think that is like Thank you to Canva for being
1: such a massive part of
0: our business.
1: (laughs) Us making money.
0: Yeah. Facts. Facts. And like I think Canva is something that is going to stay around. Like it is not something that's going to disappear. Social media isn't going to disappear. So it's just a matter of like we say with almost everything we talk about in the collaborative, the creative space. Find how you can utilize this platform for your benefit. 100%. And if it doesn't benefit you, you don't have to use it. Mm. But there is a valid space for almost every platform in the yeah. creative space. 100%. Like I think every single platform we have tried and utilized, whether it works for us or not, we can be like, I understand why Yeah, oh, this works. Yeah. You know? yeah, So don't discredit different platforms. If you guys have any other pros or cons, please leave them in the comments or the description, uh, the comments. You guys can't edit the description. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dumb. Please leave them in the comments. Send us DMs with any of your thoughts. Find us on LinkedIn and chat there as well. We've had quite a few engaging debates. Kate and I were actually discussing a, a LinkedIn wall she almost got in yesterday about mm. TikTok. Mm. But it just took too much time to type think, it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I need to a, actually need to do a podcast episode on that. Also, if you have anything else you'd like us to chat about with regards to Canva, please do let us know. Mm-hmm. Any topics are welcome. And again, if you're interested in getting trained in Canva as a platform, whether you're a business owner or a creator starting out, whether you have your own brand, personal brand, or you work for someone else, let us know. We'll be happy to send you our training proposal. Yeah. And you can join us there.
0: Yeah. So until next time, please like, subscribe, subscribe, comment share all that good stuff all that good stuff let us know your thoughts and we will catch you in the next episode of the four words podcast bye bye